Getting married is an event that holds a different meaning for everyone. For some, it's based on religious traditions, and for others, it's a validation of an earlier choice they made to live with that special someone they love. Hi, I'm Lauren, and welcome to Choosing Your Reflection, a series of discussions that reflect upon the reasons we have for choosing our wedding day outfits. Our guests are diverse, but they all share a common journey. As they share their stories, they'll help us unravel the mystique that exists around choosing that special outfit and what they learned about themselves along the way. My name's Channing Fitzgerald, and I'm 31. And like most people in the U.S. right now, I got furloughed because of COVID. But I work for a company that provides motivational speaking and character education for kindergarten through fifth graders. That's awesome. So that's what I do. (laughs) That sounds so fun. It is very fun. I was a performer for a long time. It's a very physical job because you're a solo performer. The cool thing is you travel a lot. So it's in the US and Canada and Australia, New Zealand and UK. And we go into elementary schools and talk about setting goals in school and outside of school and treating people with respect and kindness and doing your best and like growth mindset, all that kind of stuff. So I did that for six years. I actually tore my rotator cuff two years ago. So I couldn't do that job anymore because I couldn't handle lifting the equipment because it was extremely heavy. So now I'm actually on their sales side while I'm getting my master's in nonprofit management, but they're starting a nonprofit division at the company. So I'm hoping to go from performer to sales to doing something in the nonprofit area. That sounds like a fantastic job, super fulfilling and humbling and all of that. So yeah, I would love to know when you think about your wedding, what is the first thing that sort of comes to mind that tells you that's the beginning? That's the beginning of my wedding story. My husband and I dated for four years before we got engaged, but the first date with my husband was eight hours long. (laughs) I lived in New York City. He lived in New Jersey. He came and picked me up. We met online like a million other people. We met on Match.com. So hey, Match, thanks for that. And we went on a date and he took me to dinner and then we went to... So I'm like a huge craft beer person. He took me to some craft breweries. We went to Hoboken, which I lived in the city, so I'd never been to. Mm -hmm. And I called my mom the next day and I was like, "Uh, I know this is going to sound crazy, But like, I think I just met the person I'm going to marry. And she was like, there's no way you know that. You've been on one date. Like, there's no way that you could possibly know that. And I was like, no, I think that's like my, that's going to be my human. And she was like, (laughs) I was one of those people that like, I met my husband and I was like, that's my person. I had been in a couple of other serious relationships. But when I met him, I was like, you're the person I'm meant to spend my life with. It was pretty instantaneous, which is crazy. Could you tell me about the engagement, how that went down? So the job I work for is called The Ned Show. I was auditioning for that. And so we had met. And then like two weeks later, they were like, we want to hire you. And I was like, cool. And originally I was auditioning for what they called upstate New York, which really was only like an hour outside of the city. So I was going to have to move like an hour outside of the city north or Philadelphia. Like those were the two areas. And they were like, we don't have those positions available anymore, but Miami's open. Do you want it? And I was like, okay, I've worked my butt off to get this job. I'm not going to say no to this job, but I've also met this person that I really like and he lives up here. 
And he was like, no, 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 you need to take that. You worked hard for it. We'll make it work. I'll fly. It's not that far. It's like a two hour flight, whatever. We'll make it work. And I was like, okay. So I took the job in Florida and he was like, I went to school for history. And like, I think I want to go back and I want to go get a degree in science. And I was like, okay. And so he got into a school in Florida. So he moved to Florida a year later. So we spent the first year apart. And for three years, we lived in Florida. (sighs) They were closing the Florida market for my job. It was just going to become strictly a tour state. And they were like, but you can take the New York City performer position if you want it. And I was like, okay. And all of his family lives up here and everything. I had talked to him. He was finishing school. I was like, do you want to move back up north? And both of us were like, yeah, Florida's hard unless you work in hospitality or something. It's such a tourist environment. It's really hard to find work in other things that are as profitable as up here. So I agreed to take it. We came up here. We had looked at apartments because we didn't live together at the time. And I was like, we're going to live together. I'm traditional in the sense. Like if we're going to live together, I want to at least be engaged. We've been together for a long time. I don't want to move up there and sign a lease and not have some sort of commitment. And he was like, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So our house was all packed and he was like, let's go see a baseball game because all of the major teams do their summer training in Florida. So there's a ton of stadiums there. And we had gone and seen a bunch of spring training. And he was like, there's going to be like fireworks and like all this stuff. Let's go. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not thinking anything. I'm just like, sure, it's 4th of July weekend. We're going to go. And we get there and he's like being super weird. And it's July in Florida. So it's also really hot. And he's very much like a Northern person. He hated Florida summer. And I was like, this man wants to go sit outside in July. Okay, whatever. And he's like being really weird. And I was like, what is like, why are you being so like, you're being weird. And I was like, we can go in this entrance right here. This entrance is fine. And he was like, no, I want to go in this entrance. And I was like, okay. So like I'm following him and then the game starts and the national anthem plays. So we have to stop. So we stop. And he's like sweating, just like profusely sweating. And I was like, it's hot, but it's not that hot. (laughs) And he's nervous and like not making eye contact with me. And I was like, are you, are you okay? And he was like, yes, I just, and I, and I, and then it dawned on me. I was like, I know what you're doing. And he goes, I need you to not say anything. I just need to get it out. And I was like, okay. And so the national anthem stopped game started. A ball came over the stadium and he was like, I think that's a sign of good luck. And he was like, I had a whole thing but like, I love you. And I just want to know, like, if you want to marry me, like straight to the point, didn't get on one knee, was so nervous, did not get on one knee. And then he opens the ring box and it was upside down. (laughs) He was like, I practiced this. I was like, it's fine. This is all great. I wouldn't want it any other way. I can't believe you didn't get on one knee, but like, whatever. And so we were engaged. Like we went in and we told every vendor that we went to, like for beers and hot dogs, like all that stuff. And we're like, we're engaged, we're engaged. We called his parents and his sister. And then we called my parents and yeah. So it was great. I told him constantly, I don't want like some big, you see all like these like big proposals. And I was like, I don't want that. I want something that is going to be memorable, but like that is going to be you and me. I don't want a huge display in front of a lot of people. 
So it was great. I can tell you right now, I never, ever in my life thought I would get engaged at a sporting event. Like that never occurred to me, but <laughs> it was great. It was memorable. It was funny. Made me laugh. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so sweet and personal, like a very intimate moment for you guys. Because everybody had gone inside. So it was just like, it was literally just us. Yeah. <laughs> So once all of that lovely experience had passed and you started finally planning uh-huh. or thinking about planning at least, what were the first things that you started planning and when did you actually start looking for what you'd be wearing for the day? Okay. So I'm not one of those girls. I mean, like I kind of had an idea in my head of like what I wanted for my wedding, but I'm not one of those girls that like had a Pinterest or anything, but I did find the dress I wanted by happenstance, like years prior. I had been looking, I had been looking on Pinterest for something else and like it came up and I was like, oh, this is like really beautiful. I think I had actually not seen the dress first. I had seen like the like floral arrangement and something else. And then I had been scrolling through the article and the dress was there. And I was like, that is beautiful. And like everything I would want in a wedding dress I had to like find the original article and like stock and like find the dress because the dress had just been featured. It wasn't like it was like an advertisement. It was just, it was featured in an article. So I had to like really stock to find it. (laughs) Um, And I did. And I was like, okay, I found the designer. She was in Australia. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So found it, saved it, pinned it. I was like, this is what I eventually want to wear. So I had found that actually like years prior I was like that's the dress I want I know that's the dress I want um we had obviously like talked about being married and up north was just not an option mainly for like expense but also both of us wanted it, this didn't happen both of us wanted a wedding of like 100 people we were like that's the most we want that did not happen his family's mm-hmm. huge my dad's side is huge so I'm from Virginia and I was like, we would be better off to get married in the South. It's just going to be cheaper. Both of us wanted it in like a cooler time of year. I was like, I really would like to have it in the fall. I was like, it'll be nice. Like, it'll be cool. It, if we get married in Virginia in the fall, it's not going to be cold. It'll still be probably during the day, like 60. Like, it'll still be really nice. And we had known we wanted it to be like a formal wedding and that we wanted, a tra- we're traditional. So like we got married in a church with our pastor Actually, our pastor from Florida, we flew up to Virginia to marry us. So like we got engaged and the church family we had down there threw a uh, like goodbye ceremony for us. And so we asked our pastor then, we were like, we want you to be the person to marry us. Will you do that? And he was like, of course. Pastor was first. I guess wedding dress was technically first because I had found it. And then pastor was second. And then the other stuff just kind of ended up being what it was because we started going, okay, we're not going to have a wedding of 100 people. And where can we fit 275 people? (laughs) And like, what do we want it to look like? We got married at a university. We ended up using the chapel at the university because we had so many people coming from out of town. I would say like 70% of our guests were coming from out of town. And I was like, we have all these people coming. If we can get it to be like the least amount of transportation as possible. It's what makes it better for your guests and more enjoyable for them. Cause like your wedding's about you, but you have to consider the people that are 
coming and like what the experience is going to be like for them. Cause you want people to come and have fun. They're traveling there to see you. And like, you care about these people. You don't want them to get there and be like, this is a pain in the ass. <laughs> so it ended up like what I had envisioned. I got most of it, just not in the way that I thought I was going to get it, I guess is the best way to put it. Since you've mentioned that you had this idea of your dress before you even got engaged and that you don't always get what you envision, can you tell me if you did actually get the dress? Oh, girl, I got that dress. (laughs) (laughs) Out of all of the things in my wedding, this was very much like, "Uh so I found the dress like years ago, I found the designer. She was based out of Brisbane, Australia. When I was a performer, we were international in the summers because schools are closed in the States. So we go to the UK in June, and then we go to Australia in August. Australia is massive, I'm sure you know. The year I got engaged, I just happened to be in Brisbane, which is where her shop was, which is the only shop she has in the world. She doesn't ship dresses anywhere. Like She has her shop, and that's it. Happened to be there. Got an appointment with her. That was a struggle, but I got it. Because it's winter there. So like it's their off season. Mm -hmm. So told her I was like, this is the dress I want. And she custom does everything. So she was like, yeah, of course. Like we have one on the rack. You can at least try it on. And she was sick. But like her assistant came and opened the shop for me. I was terrified that she wasn't going to have it anymore. Or that it didn't exist. I was so thrilled when she got back to me and said that she had it. I also had been trying to reach her before I got to Australia and she wasn't answering me because like I said it was off season and I was like I'm gonna come all the way to Australia you've got to be kidding me like I'm gonna come all the way to Australia where she has her only shop and I just I happened to be here for work and like that was just like the stars aligned and I happened to be there I'm gonna come all the way here and I'm not gonna get to see this dress or try this dress on you've got to be kidding me and my sister-in-law who actually worked for Tiffany at the time emailed her wrote this really nice email and was like, this is my sister-in-law and she found this dress like two years ago. And like, this is what she does. And she does all of this stuff. It was so nice. I'm not tuning my own horn. I'm just telling you what she wrote. She was like, she does all of this stuff for like kids and other people. And she volunteers and like, she does all these things. And like, all she wants is this dress. If she can get an appointment with you at all, like, please reach out to me. I have contact with her. She's emailed you. And she got back to me like a day later. And was like, I'm sorry I haven't answered you. I've been really ill. Um, I can't come in, but like the girl can come in. What, like I can come in. She gave me like a day. So I drove 45 minutes away from where I was staying and waited for an hour outside because it wasn't open yet. So like the stars aligned for it, but the lead up to it wasn't exactly making me feel too great. One of the girls that I worked with was in my wedding and she and I traveled together every summer she met me there. I had a very quote-unquote non-traditional dress experience because my mom wasn't there, which I hated. But like one of my best friends and one of the people that was in what was going to be my wedding was there. It's very funny. I knew I wanted that dress. And my best friend who was my maid of honor had come to New York in July for like her birthday. And she was like, you have to try on more than one dress. Like you can't just try on one dress. Like what if you get there and you hate it? And I was like, okay, but I'm not going to. So whatever. And she was like, okay, but she like made me make appointments in New York. And I went and tried stuff on and I was like, these are beautiful. This is not what I want. (laughs) And she was like, okay, I just want to make sure you had like tried the other stuff on. So then I got there in Australia and I knew that was the dress I wanted. And I picked it off the rack. The girl was like, 
um, which one is it? And I was like, well, it's this one. She's like, well, can you find it? And I literally went down the rack and I was like, it's this dress. And she was like, most people can't do that. And I was like, I'm telling you, this is the dress I want. So I went and I tried it on. And once again, my best friend was like, yeah, it's great. Is that the one? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you should try on other ones. <laughs> I was like, fine. So like, I knew that was the dress I want. I was like, this is the dress I want. And then I went and tried on like three other ones. And she was like, I like that one. And I was like, great, but I want that one. And <laughs> she was like, okay, so that's the one. Like, that's the one you're getting. I was like, yeah. So I basically tried on five wedding dresses and I had to try them on because other people made me, not because I actually wanted to. And I got very lucky. That designer said, I'll custom make you one, but if that one is close enough to fitting you, I will give you that dress off the rack with extra material. Cause there was like, there's a lot of like lace, it was lace arms and there was beading. And she's like, I'll give you extra lace so that you can find a seamstress in the States and she can remake the arms for you and like do whatever other alterations you would need. So I got the exact dress that I wanted for a lot less money. So I got it and she was great. I gave her the deposit on the dress when I was there and she shipped it to me to the States with a ton of extra material and beading. And I actually ended up using some of the extra like rhinestoned beading and had the seamstress make like a hair clip for my wedding day out of it. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. I want to know like a little bit more about why you knew that dress was for you. I knew I'd wanted to get married in the fall for a long time. So I was like, whatever dress I have, I wanted to have sleeves. I also have always had this opinion and of like, it's your wedding day and you need to pick something that is like very much you, but also in 30 years, you're going to look at and be like, I don't look ridiculous. My mom made her own wedding dress. My parents didn't have a lot of money when they got married, but my mom's wedding dress, you look at it today and if you were to just literally update the coloring in the photo, you wouldn't be able to tell that my parents got married in 1979. The dress doesn't look dated. So that was important to me. And I wanted to look like a bride, but I also wanted to be a little bit more conservative. I'm like, you have your whole life to be other things. I want, a very, I want it to be, I want to look like a bride, but I also want it to look classic and elegant and I'm going to still be happy with it years from now. And so I was comfortable in it. That was a huge deal for me too. I didn't want to be uncomfortable on my wedding day. All of these women like are like, I'm going to lose like 25 pounds and I'm going to wear these shoes and I'm going to wear this girdle. And I'm like, why? You're getting married. This is supposed to be like fun and happy. Be comfortable. Why do you not want to be comfortable? I don't understand why on your wedding day, you just want to be miserable. So I was comfortable in it. It accomplished all the stuff I wanted. It had sleeves. It had a sweetheart neckline that was super flattering. I wanted it to be like a ball gown style, but not be rigid or super fluffy. I wanted it to kind of like flow and it did that. It had a lot of elements that if I say to you, it had lace and it had beading and it had this and it was a ball gown, you would be like, this is super extravagant. And it was, but it was still more muted and like understated and like flowed well. It accomplished everything I wanted it to accomplish, which is when I put it on, I was like, this is the one. Even though at the time, like I knew that, like the arms were too tight. I knew I was going to have stuff done to it that was going to make it like custom fit me. And because it's a ball gun, I had to have those, not like hoop skirts, but you know what I'm talking about, like underneath it to make it go out. Mm. But I was comfortable on my wedding day. I could move in it. I could dance in it. It was what I wanted it to be. And I was insistent <laughs> 
I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to wear heels during the ceremony and like for a greeting line, but like I'm changing into flats because I wanted to be able to dance and walk around and say hi to people and not just have my feet kill me. You're on your feet for a long time. And like, I didn't want to be miserable. So I put the dress on and I was like, it accomplishes all of what I want. And it's what I was looking for, for and like a lot of other ways. And I felt good in it. Like that was a huge part of it. I was like, I could gain 30 pounds, which I wasn't going to do, but I was like, I could, I could literally gain 30 pounds and, and this dress would still be flattering. So if on your wedding day, you had not been in that dress, if you had to wear something else, do you think it would have changed the day for you? Well, yeah, that dress just enhanced the way I feel about myself. It was an outward expression of who I am as a person, but it just, if I had been in something that wasn't that, or if I had chosen a dress that wasn't that, or hadn't gotten to get that dress, I probably would have found a seamstress and said, I want this, get me as close to this as possible. So I think instead of making it like a negative thing where it's like, if you hadn't been in that dress, like, how would you have felt? I would have felt really sad. I think I would be like, this isn't what I wanted. Like, that's just what would have been in my head. I got close, but like, this isn't the dress I wanted. I wanted that other dress. I think what that dress did for me is it just reinforced that feeling. I felt confident and beautiful and elegant and like all of those things you're supposed to feel in a dress. And I just, if I was in something else, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't still be confident or still be myself. I would still be myself. I would just have been constantly thinking like that day, like this isn't the dress that I wanted to, this isn't how I wanted to feel or how I wanted to look. And I will tell you like, yeah, I got my husband. I also went through like a lot of cramp before I got my husband. So there's some stuff that I didn't get that I wanted, but the pastor and the dress were the two things that I was not willing to compromise on. I was like, I'm going to get this. And if it's ridiculously expensive, I will figure out a way to do like a playmate plan with her or, and she'd let me buy it off the rack. Because I think if I had heard the number of the, of the dress and like the price the dress was going to be to have it custom made for me, I think I would have cried because I've been like, this is ridiculously expensive for something that you're going to wear one day. So that dress is one of the few things in the beginning of wedding planning that I got exactly what I wanted. I think people get in trouble with their wedding because people get really selfish and are like, it's my day. It's my this. It's my that. When you're saying like in pursuit of happiness, your happiness involves a lot more than just yourself. So the dress, absolutely. I was not willing to compromise. But other things, when you start hearing things from like what's important to like your mom and dad that you do or have or what's important to your spouse or what's important to like your in-laws you want to incorporate those things because you love and care about those people and the days for them too. It's not just for you because you can get really lost in like stuff that doesn't actually matter. And so it is, it's very much a balance of going after stuff that you want, but also honoring your dreams. And then like also being respectful of the people that matter in your life and what this day means to them too. Your happiness is a lot more than just getting what you want all the time. Your happiness is doing things on that day that are important to you, but also like that have meaning and value behind them. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, choosingyourreflection.com, 
where we unravel the mystery of the perfect wedding outfit. Check back next week when another beautiful soul takes on the journey of choosing their reflection. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.